W.E. Crew, Dan O'Mac, Big Kaz, Jaybird, and your host, Brokowski. We hope you enjoyed your two days of summer and we're back to winter today because it's cold as fuck out and it snowed twice out but we're here to heat things up because today we have on one of the michigan pillars he is double m3 malcolm monroe the third how you doing bro i'm doing good how you guys doing absolutely fantastic man just trying to stay warm I feel that, man. It was like 80 degrees one day, and then it was snowing the next. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I was just so disappointed my fucking furnace turned back on. That was the biggest disappointment. <clears throat> one day from going to think about putting my AC into the window to the <laughs> next, my furnace kicking on. It's some bullshit. It is. But speaking of nice weather, you, my friend, had a fantastic fucking WrestleMania weekend, bro. If not one of the best weekends anyone could have had. I mean, you straight up went, was it three, four straight days of wrestling? Yeah. Oh, uh, damn. Yeah, I flew to L.A. on uh, Wednesday. Uh, yeah, like Wednesday night. I wrestled Thursday uh, in L.A. Uh, got on a plane Friday morning. Wrestled Neil Diamond Cutter uh, Friday night. Um Hung out at the Heart Ballroom Saturday night and then did RPW Sunday night. Man, dude, that's just fucking insane. Now, all right, you played down the, the, the flight back from uh, going from Hollywood <laughs> to fucking Jersey, okay? Because you had a cinder block match, and I know that plane ride had to be hell, man. How did you uh, bear on that plane ride? Honestly, I have this like uh, Adventure Time neck pillow. It's like Jake the Dog from Adventure Time. You guys know I fuck with Adventure Time. I got this Jake the Dog uh, pillow. Uh, and honestly, I just put my headphones in. I just laid the chair back as far as it could go. It's not much, but as much as it could go. And I'm just cruising. I cruised the whole way till I got to Philly. And then Darren and Tommy picked me up in Philly. Oh, dude, hell yeah! So, what was uh, what were you? What's your choice of music when you're kicking back on the flight? Um, a lot of different stuff, man. I got like a crazy playlist that uh, me and my wife put together. It's like a bunch of different like music. Um, uh, like there's some some Beatles on there, some Jimi Hendrix, some Mac Miller's on there, some Drake, cause I'm light skinned and shit. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, man, all types of stuff. Out of those four <laughs> matches that weekend, did you have a particular favorite one that stood out to you that you were mainly really uh, proud of that weekend? 
Honestly, man, like I, I was proud of that whole weekend. And like, I was just surprised that I was able to make it through. Like I, um, I was running off like literally pure excitement alone or something because like I didn't sleep for like days and I was just wrestling death match after death match. And like, uh, it was, it was, it was pretty wild, but, uh, uh, me and Hoodfoot, uh, the center block death match was uh, that was a good time. Um, but I always love wrestling Neil Diamond Cutter, so I think my match with Neil in the chains uh, was a good time for me. That was probably the one I'm most proud of this that weekend. Oh yeah, definitely. And that was okay. That was a Friday night. So yep. Friday night was Neil. Saturday was Bam from RPW. That was Sunday. That was Sunday. So who did you end up wrestling on Saturday? On Saturday, uh, I just hung out and uh, did some stuff with uh, Tommy and Darren. And then Tommy wrestled. Uh, and then uh, Darren got blasted with light tubes. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Okay, so you did get – at least you got a day, a day – at least one day of relaxation kind of. Yeah, something like that. Put that CBD oil on and enjoy for a day. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> now, not also, you've also been going to Chattanooga a lot lately with ICW. How you been enjoying mm-hmm. it down there? And how do the fans compare different from Detroit to Chattanooga? Because I know they love you down there. They pop like crazy when you show up. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know, man. Like Chattanooga, uh ICW loves Chattanooga for all the reasons that, like, I love Chattanooga. Like, they told me, like, this is the place that we always come back to. And then, like, the first time I wrestled there in that arena in front of those fans, I was like, I get it. I get why they come back here. And, like, uh, literally outside the door after my first time, my first time wrestling there was actually on my birthday. And um, all the fans were just like, oh, it's the birthday boy. Happy birthday. And, like, when I was leaving the building, they're like, please, you got to come back. You got to come back and wrestle down here. And then when ICW brought me back, like, they were super, uh, like, receptive and, like, super loud for me. And, uh, yeah, we had a good time. Hell, yeah. Now, with uh, going down to Chattanooga, is that more of kind of like a road trip? You kind of drive down, hang out the weekend, and drive back? Or um, is it also an in-and-out kind of thing? Sure, we're pretty much working the next day probably. Um, so it, it depends because like uh, a lot of times when they do Chattanooga, they do two two shows in a row, which they do the same in Jersey. So uh, usually me and Tommy and Darren are on the ICW loop together. And then we may have another show that's not ICW, like kind of how it was for Mania Week. Um, but uh, so usually uh, it'll be like a Friday and a Saturday show. Uh, in Chattanooga, both ICW. It's usually like maybe like one's a pit fighter, one's in the chains, or well, what have you. And that's how it was the last time we were in Chattanooga. It was the uh, pit fighter on night one, and then the chains on night two. Um, so uh, yeah, um, it's a good time every time we're down in Chattanooga. Uh, we usually stay down there for the weekend. We eat Waffle House every time we're down there because it's, like, my favorite place because we don't have any in Michigan. <laughs> and, uh, and then we shoot back. Sometimes we have a show that Sunday. Uh, uh, one time we did the loop, I had to uh, shoot up to Toronto for a show. Dude, believe it or not, I have never ate at Waffle House before. 
I've never had, what? I've never ate at Waffle House. Well, we, we tried uh, on that one indie trip and we walked in with like 10 of us. The lady just looked at us and said, no. <laughs> I think that was the, the, the RPW Flophouse show. We went with uh, Schwartzy and Chris and a couple other people. We walked in and they're like, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. But like so we around to, that time. Let's shout out to the Pancake and Hot Cake Emporium in Indianapolis. Yeah. They, they took care yeah. of Around that time, like a lot of restaurants were weird still about like staffing and mm-hmm. letting people in. So, yeah, yeah. I went to Waffle House and they were like, yeah, my dining room's closed. I'm like, what is Waffle House? It's impossible. What are you talking about? <laughs> so it was a weird time that we lived in at that time. So I get it. But uh, we got to we got to do Waffle House now, guys. Yeah, totally down. It's definitely on my hit list on restaurants that I want to hit. Now, uh, crowd wise, do you have a favorite? crowd uh you know i mean you basically done the east coast you've done the west coast you've done the south you're still conquering all the states do you have a favorite crowd outside of detroit outside of detroit okay okay i was about to say like this is a fucking easy dub like that's why i had to to switch it up that was way too easy yeah 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 yeah. okay i got you i got you um oh oh my favorite crowd is the Jersey crowd, honestly. Uh, like, I, I'm sorry, Chatty. I love Chattanooga, and I love the crowd there. They're fucking amazing. But, like, the energy in Jersey and, like, being inside the Hart Ballroom uh, during an ICW show, like, there's no energy like it, honestly. And um, that's so that's probably my favorite crowd because, obviously, the crowd uh, contributes the most to the ambiance. Yeah, totally. And that's definitely another another site that's on my my hit list as well. I would love to make it out to Jersey for an H2O show. They look awesome uh, watching them on IWTV. And, oh, yeah. And to be there live would be insane. To be there live would be dope. Yeah, the H2O arena is crazy. It's a, it's a good time uh, there. Uh, Tremont has some uh, pretty solid stuff there at the H2O arena. And the people that they produce out of that school, they're just top notch. Big Cash, you want to take over from here? Yeah, you know, let's let's get into what's coming up for three. You know, I want to talk about there was a big announcement today. We'll get <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. But coming up closer, Flophouse May twelfth versus Jason Kincaid. Mm, yes, this is gonna be your first meeting with him. Yes, first ever. This match has been in the making for like ten years, and like <laughs> it, it's just never happened. Uh, Jason Kincaid is like a very gifted technician and like you guys know me uh, when it comes to technical wrestling like that's something that I tip my hat to so um, I always wanted to tie up with him because I just love how his brain works and I think that we could create something insane and now we finally get the opportunity to it's been like kind of scheduled once and then the show got cancelled but I know Flophouse about to pull through and we about to have a fucking banger at the Ryan guys yeah that's that's at the uh, in Cincinnati they're hitting the road yeah they're hitting the road and I'm so happy to see it that's going to be awesome that is May 12th and then let's get into this announcement because SummerSlam weekend. We just seen it today. Yeah. XICW and ICW together running a show. Yeah. 
my my home and my home away from home like colliding. Yes, I was going to ask you, how do you feel about that? What are the emotions with just the talks before it even got announced? And I know, you know, you had to have known it was coming up. How yeah. did you feel when you first found out that this was going to happen? So we've kind of been talking about it for quite some time. And it like uh, Danny is a, a proponent and trust the process. I obviously am a proponent and trust the process. And like everything just had to shake up and the stars just kind of aligned. And uh, everything worked out for it to shake out how it did. And it was just it was just crazy to think about because like while it was in the works is when I was doing like most of my work at ICW. So I'm like, that's cool. Like I'm still the Midwest Heavyweight Champion back home, too. So like it's 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 just crazy. I'm, I'm so excited for uh, what we have coming up for sure. You know, my next question might bring you a little heat. Who are you picking? Who, if you had to choose sides? If something went down at this show, ICW versus XICW, where where does three go? What side of the, the line? Yo, you know XICW like runs through my veins. I'm the Midwest champion. Uh, like that's where we at. Like the pillars. Like we this this a home game. Like yes. like this this is what we do. <laughs> I, I had a feeling that was the side you were gonna go to. Yeah. Good thing Danny doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> so, so he doesn't know. Nah. Well, Donald, yeah, Donald, keep your mouth shut. Yeah, don't. Nah, he already know. He already know. <laughs> so who would you face if you got to put the mid, uh, the Midwest title on the line on that show? You had to face somebody from ICW. Who would you get to choose? If you who would choose? I choose if I got to choose? Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of people in ICW that I want to wrestle that I haven't gotten the chance to wrestle yet. Uh, that I could say, but like I think the obvious answer is the American Deathmatch champion himself, the Hoodfoot. Like, who wouldn't like? We've wrestled each other all over the country. Like, and if we brought it back to my city for the American Deathmatch Championship for the XICW Midwest Heavyweight Championship, that's like all the marbles. Like, that's the match. But like. We trust the process. So I know whatever the powers that be, the XICW office and the ICW office, they always got some wild shit in mind. So they they probably got something boiling for me that I'm not even like him to. That would be incredible, though. That was a good answer, though, too. He, he, stayed, he stayed right there without, <laughs> without getting himself in trouble or saying too much. I love it. So we got through that. What else is ahead for you? What, what shows you got coming up? Um, I got, uh, Addicted to Wrestling, um, in Mansfield, Ohio coming up this week. Um, I have a no ring deathmatch show in Pittsburgh. The pillars are on the road and they got us fighting each other. So, uh. Hey, brothers fight. Brothers oh, fight. So that's all right. Everybody knows me and Tommy love to fuck each other up. We beat the shit out of each other in Michigan. We beat the shit out of each other in New Jersey. Like, we're just checking Pittsburgh off the list. I tell people all the time, the Pillars are a road show. We're either for each other or against each other, but it's going to be a show every time. Right. That's amazing. Any other shows coming up you want to talk about or that you um, Well, yeah, yeah. We already uh, kind of brushed on the, the flop house, mm -hmm. but uh, 
I'm, I, you know me, I'm floppy as fuck. So that's that's where I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be putting it on. Um, uh, we got XICW on May 27th at Lincoln Park. Uh, Kurt Angle was just announced uh, for the meet and greet and uh, everything for that. So we got that coming up as well. Um, and always some stuff ticking at Horror Slam. You can catch me there always. Horror Slam Heavyweight Champion. Um, yeah, man. A lot, of, a lot of stuff in the works. A lot of cool stuff. And I have one last question. With all that travel and WrestleMania weekend, who uh, is there somebody that you think don't have enough eyes on them right now that you think is somebody special that people need to get hip to? Oh. That they're not hip to, that they need to get hip to. Just somebody that's probably on the rise, kind of like, you know, at first you started going places, not a lot of people knew about you, but... Mm-hmm. Um... Man, I met a lot of people. <laughs> it it was a really crazy week. Um, I I don't know if I have like just a person, uh, but like a lot of like dope notable mentions. Okay. Like, uh, just people that uh, uh, I seen Jacob Fatu in a in like a death match, like a flaming tables match at Circle Six. That was fucking wild. Uh, like I, I'm used to seeing him do like wrestling and like some like hardcore match here and there, but like flaming table, like they put it on, he did like gussets and shit. Like it was nuts. Um, uh, man, uh, Sawyer wreck. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're like, they're a beast. Um, but like like I said, those people coming out of that H2O camp, uh, people like Sawyer, people like uh, Jess Moss, uh, Declan, um, Mouse, uh, all those guys at H2O, uh, Christian Ross and, uh, and Bradley, Chris Bradley, Pop Notch, uh, they're getting a lot of eyes on them because they're like with the ICW crew now. But like all like that whole H2O camp is like definitely some heaters in there. Yeah, that Ross um, and Bradley was who uh, Midwest Scum faced at No Man's Land, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a crazy, a crazy show too. That was like uh, the prelude to to Mania. Almost. Yeah, yeah. You made the trip out there for that one a lot. You know, Michigan represented out there in Jersey a couple weekends in a row. We are. Oh yeah. So proud of every one of you guys, and you know, happy to have you come on and talk about it, Brokowski. So. You traveled across the country for uh, WrestleMania weekend, and you got to experience uh, amazing things. And I've told this to you before. I love you to death, but I'd rather see you not wrestle in Michigan. But how do you feel getting to be home SummerSlam weekend for the entire weekend? It's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because, like, um, I w- I was like I-, I know I'm about to be doing a lot of traveling like I be I like being like out of stuff but like uh one thing is like I've been doing all these like big matches and like uh, like my wife and kids and stuff like they don't get to travel and see that stuff so like uh it's cool that uh places that I usually like travel to go wrestle at are coming to the home field you know and we get to put on like my whole family y'all know how it goes at at any any show 
in in Michigan with the Monroes on it, man. Like the Monroes show out. The whole family's coming out. <laughs> and and let somebody who doesn't normally from your family come to show see somebody do something that they don't like. They're they're about to step up to that person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's how we get down. Everybody knows, like, the Mittens is the Monroes. Like, that's just what it is. Like, we've been here, we we staying here, we ain't going nowhere. And everybody knows. And it's all love. Like, it's a, a whole family atmosphere. Like, uh, we created this community and we've been in it for 20 plus years. My grandfather before my dad, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, this is something that, like, we've just... Uh, generations upon generations have invested into this community and into this wrestling scene. And uh, those fans pay it back to us just as much as we pay it back to them. Yeah, you have your two homes away from homes, Flophouse and ICW coming here. And Mm -hmm. then XICW, your home here. And you guys are doing it in Lincoln Park, which is definitely important to the Monroe family. uh, Definitely. Show in Lincoln Park. So we're excited for you everything that you're doing, you know, and, and one of the things about you that we love is put you in a death match, put you in a, in a submission match, put you in whatever kind of match anybody wants. And MM3 is still in the show because you're yeah. just that complete wrestler that can go out and do anything. You know, and we've said it, uh, we, we, uh, we kind of got money out of, of, of when is three getting signed somewhere because we definitely see that in, in, in your future sooner than later. Yeah, thank you. Um, I yeah, I I don't know how how I feel about like the the being signed portion. Like if it was right and like the money was right, because uh, like I've been down that road and it's not like it's not awesome, but uh, like I know that it has the potential to be awesome, and I know that the wrestling business has changed and grown since two thousand and sixteen when I was on TV, and uh, I'm excited to see uh what like the world would think of like mm3 uh being on that next level if it were to shake out that way but like i am authentically me all the time so if it's not mm3 then it won't be me you know do you have any desire to go to japan oh yes tons because like, I, I could see you just dominating like having some of your best matches with uh with some of that talent over there in japan I, I think so too. I, I know that there were some people talking about they wanted to see like just on some like low key dream match shit. Uh some some birdies was uh talking about uh the pillars, MM3 and Tommy Vendetta versus uh Jun Kasai and Masashi Takeda. That would be, Yo, insane. That'd be insane. That'd be fucking sick, bro. That shit would be dope. <clears throat> I'd have to get my passport and go to Japan for that one. <laughs> yeah, I I would I would love because uh, I know you've I been to Mexico and yeah. I, I know you wrestled there and you obviously you wrestled in uh, Canada because of uh, Super Kicked. Isn't that where you go up there? Uh, I was at Super Kicked uh, when I was with uh, Global Force Wrestling. Yeah. They uh, uh, were a part of uh, Border City Wrestling, which is yeah. uh, in Windsor. And then Smash Wrestling in Toronto oh, as well. Oh, Smash is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's uh, get that knocked off your list, Japan. Yeah, man, I'm everything. I'm trying to. I'm 
trying to go to Deathmatch Down Under. I fought Joel here. I'm trying to fight him there. Uh, I'm trying to go everywhere, man. Like, wherever MM3 is welcome and accepted, because I'm trying to go where I'm celebrated, not where I'm tolerated. Right. Well, you're definitely celebrated here, but we want the world to celebrate you as well as us. You know, we are a little, you know, we are a little, you know, needy of our MM3, but we want to see you celebrate everywhere, not just here. So thank you. Josh, I'll give it back to you, Brokowski. Yeah, we can we can share that the, the MM3 love with the rest of the world for sure. Right. Because there's enough, there's enough to go around. You're you're fucking incredible, man. But outside of wrestling in your travels, uh WrestleMania weekend, did you get to do anything outside of wrestling? Like see a star, the staples center, anything? Oh, uh, not so much anything outside of wrestling. I did a lot of weird stuff like within wrestling, like uh, during Mania Week that I thought was really cool. Uh, so like uh, behind the scenes, like Mo Atlas is like one of my like true friends. Like like who put it like that's my brother. We were hanging out uh, in LA at the place that they were doing the uh, uh, all of the Circle Six shows like all day, and. Um, at the end of the night, the last show for Circle Six was uh, Monoro Suzuki's karaoke. And, like, I got to watch Monoro Suzuki judge uh, people do karaoke. And, like, everybody showed out, man. Like, it was a really good time. Uh, it was just a really cool vibe, for sure. Um, so, like, that was a cool thing that I did. Um, I had some random uh, lady. Uh, well, she's not a random lady. Her name is Patty, and she works at uh, the stadium that the San Francisco uh, – is it San Francisco? The Padres. Is that San Fran? San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. The San Diego Padres. Uh, she works at the stadium there, and she told me if I ever go there, she's got tickets for me. So uh, I met her at the airport while I was eating um, chilies and drinking craft beer. Nice. <laughs> So yeah, like I just like like little weird stuff. Like those are the cool stuff. That's the cool stuff to me. That okay, definitely. Actually, and speaking of all this Circle Six talk, reminds me of a mm. quite, uh something that just popped in my head at the end of the match. There, when the camera was unattended, did you totally know that that camera was unattended when you did your little laydown pose? Did you know that camera so, was unattended and you planned that, or I mean, not planned the camera not being there, but knew you were gonna hit that camera. That wasn't after the match. That was before the match. I oh, that was the out. entrance. Yeah, so I walked out, and I did my entrance, and Mo did his, and I was focused on Mo, and when he walked past, I looked, and I noticed that there was a camera there, and he started getting the ring. I go, bro, there's a camera. He's like, what? I'm like, there's a camera. And the ref came over to me. I go, yo, what's up with that camera just chilling over there? And he goes, what camera? And so then me being the showman that I am, I just walked up to it and I just start posing in the camera. They just left this camera just hanging out on the canvas. I'm like, whose expensive equipment is this? Like, let's at least get some use out of this footage because, like, they're literally shooting our shoes right now. Oh, dude, it was great. Like, that thing fucking blew up all over fucking Twitter. I love it, man. Yeah, just me being goofy. And then me and Mo had an impromptu photo shoot with the ref. <laughs> uh, since the camera was there until somebody came and grabbed it. 
Dude, I was so happy to see uh, Hoodfoot take home the uh, American Deathmatch title too that weekend. That was yeah. well-deserving, awesome to see. It was, uh, like I said, it was a crazy, crazy experience being in the Hart Ballroom, especially on that night. It had to be him. Uh, yeah. At the end, like, all his loved ones, like, we all stormed the ring. And, like, there's, like, a gif that popped up on Twitter of, like, me and him in the ring. And, like, it, I've just never been so proud and, like, happy of my friends. Like, just, uh, like, we're all just living our dreams and, like, fucking doing our best and just putting our best foot forward and just killing it. And, like, uh, we are, like, we have, like, a small little, like, group that's, that, like, we're, like, real tight outside of, like, the wrestling shit. Like, that's my family. Like, uh, Joseph Schwartz and Randy West and, like, Hoodfoot, Satu, Tommy, Darren. Like, like we're, like, we're all like this. So, like, when I see my friends win, like, that shit's, like, it's, like, I'm winning in a way. You know what I mean? Hell, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Well, before we let you go, Three, uh, thank you so much for coming on, chatting with us. We always appreciate having the process come on. Of course, of course. Anytime, we definitely love having you come on, bro. Uh, But for the people out there, where can they find you on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram? Uh, On everything, it's at the process mm3 uh that's where you can find me facebook malcolm Monroe the third also facebook.com slash the process mm3 all that good stuff hell yeah nice and simple and easy three mm-hmm. we'll talk to you man have a great one all Always right man see you guys later thanks appreciate you guys now before we go into our ad read uh, stay tuned to find out what happens after the ad read. <laughs> For graphic design work with quick turnaround time and affordable pricing, reach out to Tony Garrix at Graphics by Garrix. You can find him on Facebook. Um, if, if you're in the Thumb or Tri-City area and you're looking for lawn care, moving, or commercial cleaning, reach out to Eddie Dillon at Handy Eddie's at 989-901-1855. He is on Facebook. You can find him at Eddie Dillon, Handy Eddie's, and I am Eddie Dillon on Instagram. Uh, Brain Jerk Entertainment, you can find all their content at brainjerk.com. Brain Jerk Entertainment Company on Facebook. Brain Jerk Entertainment on all our social media platforms, YouTube, Twitch, everything. Uh, you can find them there. Um, Combat One Wrestling, May 5th, Waterford, Michigan. Um, Combat Uno, a Cinco de Mayo celebration. Um, main event is Laredo Kid versus Black Taurus. Excuse me. Um, find them at Combat One on Facebook, Combat One Official on Instagram, and on Twitter. They also just announced uh, July 27th. They're going to be in Fowlerville at the fairgrounds for Russell War. I yes. believe is it. Um, yeah, for the tickets to... Cinco de Mayo show in the description of this um, of this um, post. So check them out. It's um, combat one slash uno dot eventbrite.com, but I'll put the link in there. You can go right there for tickets. Tickets are selling out quick, so you definitely want to get there. Um, Wrestle World. So, and then for Wrestle World, um, we'll be posting the info for those um for, for, for those tickets for the next few weeks as well. Um, so we also have 
Clash Wrestling, Clash of the Future coming up. That is on um, the date for that one is May 12th, 13th. Something like that. Am, am I right, Josh? 13th. 13th. <clears throat> this is the fallouts from the anniversary show. Um, I believe they announced that Juntai and GQ will be wrestling since GQ turned his back on Juntai. Um, but, but we'll have something coming up uh, about that show here on the podcast, so stay tuned. Brokowski, I'll give it back to you. Yeah, as uh, Dan mentioned there, Combat 1, Cinco de Uno, we will be at. Pretty excited for that one. I'm excited myself for Crystal Moon taking on Sue Young. I've never got to, I was not there at the last Combat 1 show, so I not get to see Sue Young, but I was at the one where Crystal was at, and I was real impressed with her, so I'm excited to see her come back. And Clash of the Future also will be at, and I'm excited for, that's actually my favorite Clash show. Without a doubt, Clash of the Future. They have a great concept behind it. I'm excited to see that match. And I'm excited to uh, talk to Jeremy a little bit more when we have him on and find out a little bit more what's going to happen with uh, Clash of the Future and maybe get a little backstory and how he came up with it. You guys, anything else you guys uh, got for today? I'm good. What about you, Big Cass? No, I think we wrapped it up. That was a great interview with uh, MM3. Talk oh, it was great. Travels. That was awesome hearing how much fun he had, how a little sleep he got, and the weird experiences he did have. And then the big announcement. Like I said, SummerSlam weekend is going to be popping. You probably hear us yeah. talk about it a couple more times. Yeah, Detroit's place to be SummerSlam weekend. For sure. No, man. Wow. I had two shows that weekend. Flop House, you know, is on Friday. August 4th, and then, you know, No Holds Barred versus Detroit, ICW and XICW. It's seems like it's going to be a pretty epic weekend. I'm pretty sure that that show ends with just enough time to get over to Ford Field and yeah. uh, get to SummerSlam so you still can enjoy both. That's, I believe you're right. Considered. Yep, believe you're right. All right. But all right, y'all. Hope you all have a good week. Enjoy. Peace.